Blog Talk Radio. right on the front page there, 
you're going to see this banner and you can click on that and read what's going on and so forth. Uh, the main feature is that we're excited to announce that one of our very own members and certified readers, Nicole Coella, has launched her Kickstarter, Kickstart Your Website Kickstarter every time I look at that title. <laughs> Kickstart Your Tarot Business. Yeah. It's officially launched, launched back on the 6th there, and uh, I've got a whole uh, news post about it, and it's linked on the update there, and you can check it out. And I'm going to be doing an interview with Nicole shortly. Uh, I think we're tentatively scheduled for Tuesday, so that's going to be coming out. Keep your eyes peeled for an interview with Nicole. I'm sure we'll have lots of uh, neat little tidbits, you know, to help you in your tarot business and little um, blurbs from her book and so forth. So definitely be on the lookout for my interview with her. Uh, also, in the update, uh, we're mentioning our, our workshop that we mentioned on our last show that uh, Gary is doing uh, basically for tarot advisors and spiritual entrepreneurs, how they can build consistency and brand awareness with multiple streams of income. I'm always telling people that, you know, like when we were talking about uh, taking our certification course, for instance, you know, you can add those skills to being a tarot advisor, but you can actually do a completely separate stream of income on that and be a life coach. But there's a lot of other things, too. I can't wait to see what Gary has in store for us because uh, there's a lot that you can do as a tarot professional. And tomorrow, Sheila Height returns to Magic Universe with Sharona. Tarot and Spiritual Odysseys, there on the banner you see uh, Sheila in front of the Sphinx in Egypt. He's doing these really cool uh, creations of Egypt. So I can't wait to hear that tomorrow, Sunday, April 9th, with Sharona Rapsic, who's in the chat with us right now. So that's a little bit from the update. Go over to the website and check it out. Awesome. Let's any comments in oh aloha jay is in the chat there and boy i'm having trouble seeing this hold on a second i gotta blow it up because i'm old right uh gratitude greetings marion dax in the queue for some great news i'll call in again ian oh is that ian oh yeah that um no jay Okay, now I'm really – Ellie says, looking forward to Gary's workshop. I wanted to ask him about advice tips for moving away from free readings into putting yourself out there and getting paying clients. That's awesome. Nilda's in the chat as well. And if you have any questions about any of that and going pro, just type them in the chat. We'd love to talk about some of that on air. But also, if you want a free reading, hey – just pop it in the chat, Mary. How do they um, how do they get a free reading in the chat on YouTube? Yeah, they just type in their question, or they say pull a card for me. They don't have to ask. They don't have to wait mm. in line. They don't have to do any of that stuff. Oh, I love the teal shirt. The your top there. It looks uh, green, greenish teal. Aqua. Aqua. Yes. 
Aqua. Wow, that's very different yeah. for you. That's a different color. I've, it, it, I just it's really, Easter. Oh, that's why. I just noticed that. I was like, wow, wow. These are my Easter colors. <laughs> cool. So while I got you up here on screen, what, what did we get for the day? Well, it's crazy, right? But speaking of Easter, I got the judgment card. No. You know? oh. I know. I, I was like, that is so bizarre. This is from the Louis Lestat tarot deck. Uh, they're all naked, like from the back. So ah. they're all naked. <laughs> naked people. Happy Naked Easter. Um, naked but, Easter. Yeah. but, you know, it's a great card when you think of the idea. And even, even if it's not about Easter, just the idea of spring and being a time of renewal and rebirth and you know what is calling you is calling to you it's a good time to um kind of take a look at that and examine that and i also pulled an oracle card of the day from the power of the elements deck and the message is be true to your authentic self embrace life so that with the judgment card, it might be a good time to kind of think of like ways in which you can do that. Are you being uh, true to your authentic self? And is what needs to be reborn within you? What needs to be renewed? But that's what I got. Um, what did you get back? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, it's the eighth. You know, we don't have to do any uh, addition or subtraction or nothing, you know, just to figure out the numerology. It's eight. It's abundance and new beginnings, things like that. And then uh, cards of the day. Oh, actually, I actually have them on my screen. So let me pop them up there. There we go. Oh, actually, they're over here. Okay. <laughs> so I pulled some cards. And I, I, I pulled one card, and then I'm like, what? And I pulled another card, then I pulled another, which typically happens to me. I'm like trying to figure out what's going on, you know. So, you know, uh, Seven of Cups, okay, and then the Queen of Wands. This is, to me, the illusion of independence. And I think that's what is the message today. You know, uh, we, you know we, we think we're being independent. But is it actually an illusion going on here? The other thing, uh, the other aspect of this, because I got the um, Nine of Pentacles and being an eight day, you know, how do we get to a, a abundance? Uh, even when we're running our own business, you know, Ellie was talking about in the chat about, uh, you know, monetizing her tarot readings. And, you know, being being the, the solo entrepreneur, basically the um, Nine of Pentacles there is what problems are you solving for them and and to focus on them versus too much focus like the business itself and the running of it and more focusing on you know the actual people you're serving so that that's where this illusion of uh independence comes in because yeah we're never independent we right mary we're um we're all connected. We're all connected. We're we're dependent on each other, really. You know, I mean, there's no such thing as any kind of business. You know, money is just the exchange of energy. You have to exchange energy, and that involves other people, right? So how are you serving them? So that's what I got. Yeah. Fun cool. stuff. Yeah. Fine. You can just call in. 
to listen to the show. But if you want to be live on air with us, remember to press 1 on your dial pad so it raises the skinny little alien hand, as Mary always says. 714-816-4628 will give some time for people to get in on the phone lines there. going to check the chat real quick here. Blessings, Mary and Dax from Nilda. Welcome back. Hi, Nilda. Kianet. Hi, Kianet. Are you new? I think I think that person's new. How are you? We are good. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to talk about, you know, this came up on the other, sh- what was it, the last show, Mary? Yeah, I think so. I think on, so. On Monday we said, you know, well, we could talk about that. Um, you know, I don't even remember how it came up about, um, so I think it was someone in the chat having trouble memorizing. It might have been... Well, it was a question about whether or not it was okay to do readings while you're still on book, you know, when you're still oh, using yeah. the guidebook, and like how that doesn't that doesn't really go so Rosie. well. I think it was Rosie. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah I, I don't remember, but I, I remember the question, and you know, I think it's a question that a lot of people have, and when you when you first. <laughs> When you first get your tarot deck, right? You know, the, the first deck you get and you're like, wow, it's amazing. What does it mean? <laughs> you know, and you dig out your little white book and you're like, hmm, what does it mean? Because the little white book usually isn't all that much help, right? You know, you have a list of keywords. You might have a slight description of the of the card. But then and what do you do with that? Do you read those keywords out loud to your client with every card that comes up? Um, generally, no. No, you, when you get to the point where your reading flows, where it makes sense, where the cards that come up are they're coming up in answer to the question, even mm-hmm. if it's a general question, a general reading. And so, you know, how, how do you do that? How do you know what all the cards mean without using the book? Well, you know, you could call it memorization, but, you know, right. also I think it's really something that, that happens with practice. It's like, how do you know how to do anything? How do you know what anything means? You know, generally because you build familiarity with it. I also think that, especially in the beginning, um, you know, it takes time. And as as you're studying the cards, and you're looking at what different people say about it. You know, I must have read like 50 tarot books when I started out, you know. And uh, it's like, well, actually, if I think back that far, there wasn't 50 tarot books. But I, I read the ones that were on the market. And as they were coming out, you know, I literally lived in, you know, Borders uh, tarot section and Barnes & Noble tarot section, you know. Yeah. Um, and you, so you're studying different people's ideas on meanings and you're kind of developing your own language of the cards and it just takes time, you know, but as far as memorizing, uh, it's association that's the best techniques for memorization. But I think in the beginning, why not just look at what's going on in the cards, you know, uh, try not to over, over complicate, you know, w- without even knowing anything about what's the meaning, quote unquote, or keywords of the of a card or is actually supposed to be, you know, you can figure things out, folks. You know, uh I have an example actually. Let me put that up. Mm. 
this is one of my favorite examples, you know. So you're throwing down the cards. You may not even understand the court cards like the Knights, Knights of Cups, you know. Here's the, the Two of Cups. Here's the uh, the Four of Wands. They, they have all these different plethora of meanings, keywords, things like that. But if we just throw the cards down and get this, and we look at it and go, okay, okay, so th- there's a guy on horseback, and he's like – moving towards the other cards and, you know, at a, a fairly slow pace, you know, maybe might be a, a gallop, but it's very slow. And he's bringing something with him. He's got that cup there. And then in the very next card, okay, you got people, two people coming together and they got two cups and it looks like they're doing a toast. The man is kind of leaning forward and reaching out to the woman you got two people coming together, and then over here, let me see if uh, I can move, um, move me out of the way a little bit here, you know. And, yeah, you've got uh, celebration, celebrating, dancing. Uh, there's four poles holding up a, a um, um, what would you call that, Mary, like a canopy kind of thing uh, made out of yeah. – Grapes and oranges and or whatever those are and and uh, leaves and, and stuff like that you know and okay so there's a celebration there's two people coming together and and it looks like a, a romantic thing and then there's this other guy over here the knight is on the, the horse and he's coming in well it could simply be he's bringing an invitation to a wedding and a wedding reception. You know, and we could talk about speeding up your, how you're going to memorize the cards, for instance, you know, but it takes time regardless. Uh, in the beginning, you know, get just start getting comfortable with the cards. Just start, you know, yeah. throwing spreads. Well, what would this mean? You know, and think of contemporary meanings, you know, and don't try to figure out, you know, the, the keywords. Just look at the images and what's going on in the images. Think of them as movie scenes. In fact, you could think of uh, some of them, you know, as you're looking at the cards, uh, what what if you hit play? What would happen? You know? Yeah. The, the static tell a story. What story do the cards tell you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, as far yeah. as memorization, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I mentioned association. That. That to me is is the key. You know, I have a lot of trouble memorizing people's names, so I associate when someone introduces themselves. I first of all try to use their name three times, and that kind of at least gets it stuck in short term memory, if not long term memory, and eventually it gets moved over. But you know, the more you use it, okay. And then I try to associate it to something. You know, like uh, I I met uh, oh one of my friends. Uh, got a new uh, girlfriend, and her name was Dorothy. Mm. So I just associated it with the Wizard of Oz. And looking at her across, you know, I'm putting Wizard of Oz, Dorothy, across the top of her forehead here. So every time I see Dorothy now, I see Wizard of Oz. (laughs) And I go, Dorothy, and I remember her name instantly, you know. And so it's the same kind of thing. What can you associate those card meanings too, and you know what what keywords you find out and read about online and in books and in my course and <laughs> shameless plug, 
And, you know, how can you associate that to contemporary things, things happening in your, I'll give you an example, the queen of, uh, queen of pentacles. So when I first got my first ever Rider Waite Smith deck, I looked through all the cards. And when I got to the queen of pentacles, I was like, oh, that looks exactly like my mom. And from that point on, last 30 years, mom card, you know, when I get that, it's the mom. Now, pentacles, is that really? Maybe not, you know, but if you look at the card and what's going on, and she's got the pentacle, she's kind of holding it, you know, nurturingly, like it's a baby, but it's a pentacle, you know, and that has got that fast that you can memorize. Now, a, another way to speed things up is to associate in a different way. And the way I do it in my Tarot by the Numbers course is numerologically, using numbers. So taking the deck and taking all the ones from the major arcana and the minor arcana and looking at them together, and then the twos and then the threes. Of course, you want to learn what one, two, three through nine and ten is in numerology. And you want to learn also the... uh, elemental associations, you know, what is fire and earth and water and air and the quintessential or the fifth element, I associate that with the major arcana. So once you have the intersection of that with with the with the numbers, it makes it so easy to really get some associations and memorization going on. Uh, and you know, a lot of people don't do that. They go through the deck, Mary, and what they do is they look at this card and then they look at this card and then they look at this card they never look at the cards as a whole so one of my suggestions is break them up by numbers and look at those groups is just simply and you may need your what i did originally was my entire bed you need your and as you look at it you can kind of get a progression going through each suit and once you once you know what the elements mean and you start looking at that and then you know what the numbers mean, things just start to fall into place and it becomes uh, really easy to associate by grouping things. So that's, an, that's another aspect. And, and the other thing I wanted to mention is as you're doing that and even if you're going through the, doing the card of the day thing or you're going through the cards one at a time, Try to think, look at what's really going on. And I know, especially in the Waite Smith, we've got these very, uh, you know, mi- uh, medieval type of uh, some of them, the way they look, you know, like knights and kings and things like that. But look at the look at the actions and the stances, the look on their faces, other things, birds, you know, other plants, trees, other things in the scene, what's going on. Try to make connections in your own life. Those are, are going to serve you better because it's more contemporary and you're able to, you know, like I did with the mom cards, it's instant association. You will never forget. Oh, you're, you're never going to forget. It's like, oh, that's the boss card, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So it's all about associations. And the other thing from the very beginning, throw in, just try throwing the cards down and trying to make sense of it. You know, and when I say make sense of it, don't strain yourself with the concepts of um, 
of trying to uh, intellectually figure out meanings. Instead, look specifically what's going on in the card, like I did with that example for the invitation coming in to the wedding reception. Um, I wasn't intellectualizing that, and I was not looking at what typically those cards mean as far as keywords and stuff. Instead, what I was doing was, well, there's a guy bringing something, and there's a couple getting together, and there's a celebration. You know, what's actually going on in the card? So, Mary, what do you think about that? And then, uh, yeah, I don't do any of that. I don't do it that way at all. Um, but what what I did in the beginning is because um, it was different. They all have like different things going on in their lives and different approaches to stuff. I I was a performance poet for many years. It you know reading off book so mm-hmm. you know for me it's always been writing you know and the same when you do theater like for me it's like writing down the line writing down the line and then it just sticks and then you yep. can memorize it you know there it is you blurt out what you memorize you write it down I created a little tool a long time ago that's why it looks so terrible um but what does it look like a, again can you pop that up in the camera well, yeah, hold on a second. I'm taking it. I just took a little box that I got at Michael's, just a little plastic box, and I got these little cards. Now, these are, I wanted them small. You could use index cards. These are the size mm. of flor, floral cards, like that you get with flowers, you know. Mm. But for each card, and let me pull out a few different ones. What I did was I color coded them. Um, and I wanted to, this was when I decided I was going to go professional, but I needed to be off book in order to do it. So I just, all I did was like type up these little labels, right? And so like I put like three labels per card. The white labels at the top, that's for the major arcana. This is what, what is this? Oh, this is the fool. And for each one, I put down, um, just a couple of things at the top that I wanted to remember about the full, like unlimited potential, right? Um, connected to Uranus, you know, just, it doesn't matter what it is, the things that stand out for you. And then the next thing, the next label is I put, what does that card mean? You know, what might the meaning of the card be when, when it's positive? That's how I looked at it. Positive, neutral, a negative at the time that I did this. So, and oh. I was thinking of it elementally as far as like, okay, when it has cards that are positively affecting it around it or it's on its own, which what's just a good meaning for that. And I had put, you could put a phrase or a word, I put anything's possible, right? Because when the fool comes up, anything's possible. And then for neutral, you know, when maybe, you know, the cards around it sort of, you know, kind of tamp down that, that, open full energy I put down just live in the moment right and then for the negative I added a whole bunch of you know these are all written on front and back and everything because I'm like oh wait that's an interesting thing that would come up Um, but you know it's really a form of journaling you know Mm -hmm. and a great way to help you memorize the cards to be familiar with them is get an extra depth you know, if you're using the Rider Waite Smith, mm-hmm. you know, get an extra set and take a notebook and 
put down, you know, actually like tape the card inside one of the pages, leave a couple pages, and then go to the next one until you have a notebook, you know, full of your cards taped in and pages to write on the meanings. What comes to mind when you are looking at that card on the page? You yeah. know, what meanings have you already learned or read about that really resonated with you? Because if it that. resonates with you, it's going gonna, it's gonna to stay with you better. But yeah, you know, sometimes just, just writing down things over and over again is a quick way to memorize because mm -hmm. there's something about writing it that, you know, for a lot of people, it just kind of clicks better. And then also make yourself like a little tarot deck. That's what I called it, like kind of a Rolodex, you know. I love that, tarot deck. Read what I had written down, and sometimes I'd write other meanings, and mm -hmm. it just really helped me very quickly to no longer need a book because I kind of had this, and then I no longer needed that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, I think the best way ever, though, is, is just practicing, you know. Pull three cards. What story are they telling you? What would that be as a sentence? Mm -hmm. You know, the beginning, middle, and end. You could you could approach it that way. But the the more you do it, the more it's going to stick with you, and you won't have to worry about memorization anymore. And instead, you'll you'll have a real sense of what that card is about, rather than just a laundry list of keywords. Yeah, there's something magical, you know, about writing it down and. Studies have shown that it, it does help with memorization. Uh, I bought a journal, and, you know, I didn't get a fancy journal. I got a 300-page, really cheap uh, spiral ring we had in school, you know, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. And I, I, did, I did the same thing with the, uh, with the cards, but um, I, I was big into computers early on and printers and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, this is an opportunity for me to use my printer. So I <laughs> I scanned and you know, back in the old days, you had to scan everything in. And I, I scanned in the image, the, the actual physical cards and, you know, cut out, you know, printed it out on paper, cut it out and stuck it in there, just like you're talking about. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I did, I did one card at a time and, you know, left a few, uh, I wrote everything I could and then left a couple of pages after that for new stuff that might Goodbye. or, you know, and, it, and 78 cards, it can get very tedious. Now imagine if you do reversals, <laughs> of course you could put your reversals in with the, with the upright, I'm sure, but you know, uh, I don't use reversals, so I don't work. Goodbye. About whether you're doing my exercise of uh, grouping it by, suit, grouping them by numbers, um, looking at the cards and trying to, you know, just see what contemporary things from your own life you can associate, beginning to see what, what you get. And then you can write all that in the journal. And, and yeah. then, you know, and I'm not, I'm not saying don't buy a book. I'm not saying um, don't study the cards and study the system and read several books and look at what other people think. Yeah. But just always remember there is no set of meanings. People know that there's this, you know, written in granite, Mary, you know, but it's not. 
it's not. You know, first of all, every card is a spectrum of meaning. And that's why I don't use reversals because it can go, you know, through this whole spectrum from one side to the other. And so I just look at the question and the surrounding cards and determine whether uh, it's the more, you know, negative side of the spectrum or the more positive side of the spectrum. Because every card, even the sun card, I don't care what it is, ten of cups, it, they all have a shadow side to them, you know. And, you know, I just... uh and then go, oh, well, in my life, X, Y, Z, oh, yeah, I'm going to associate it to the card. Basically, my language of the tarot is not Mary's, is not Ellie's, is not anybody else's, and and vice versa and everything. Um, oh, yeah. It, it, and every, for me, it was just like, yeah, exactly. And what really was, what got me, like, I guess, buying a lot of, decks of cards <laughs> I'm not a collector not really a collector but I was so inspired by the 537 decks I was so inspired by the different interpretations that artists had of the same cards mm-hmm. you know so and I started to compare that because it's sort of like reading you know different books and getting people different keywords if you see how people depict it differently that that was a big kind of breakthrough for me was like seeing that and realizing like, wow, okay. You know, because the Rider Waite Smith, I mean, that's great, but that's only been around since the early 1900s. Tarot's mm-hmm. been around since the 1400s. So there's been like a wide, uh, you know, kind of array of the way in which these, these same cards have been depicted through time. It was kind of that, that was really helpful too. Gnosis techniques, for memorization, for, uh, you know, we help a lot of students and uh, taking standardized exams and, you know, the bar and and things like that. Um, There is more that can be done. I think I'll just leave it at that because we are rapidly running out of time already. (laughs) We got to do some readings and take some phone calls, but, uh, you know. Contact me. I think that would work. Yeah, I've done it. So, you know, contact me if you'd be interested in exploring that hypnosis and NLP for memorizing your tarot cards, you know, or at least connecting with your cards. We can definitely put that in the subconscious. I do that with self-hypnosis myself. So, let's see. I did mention about Corona's show tomorrow. We'll be back on Monday. Uh, Maria's show is on hiatus for I don't know how long. Uh, so that's everything going on there, folks, just to let you know. Um, what other cool stuff? Okay, before we get to the phone calls, because it is past the bottom of the hour, I wanted to mention, like, you can grab us a cup of coffee. Go over to coffee.tarotoday.live. Thank you so much. Uh, I know uh, Charlotte sent us a cup of coffee on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. So thanks to everybody that's sending us to coffee. It warms our little fuzzies, you know, and, you know, uh, send in, you know, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever you you want. Go over to coffee.tarotoday.live, and I send half of it over to Mary. (laughs) That's That's basically what we do. And then, of course, you can always book a tag team reading with both of us, you get two readers instead of one. 
I don't think anybody else is doing this. Well, no, the the um, oh god, my mind is blank. Um, Monty and Amy uh, Zerner. Yeah, the, the, Zerner. the enchanted couple. Yes. Also, the uh, the Amberstones did that before too. Mm. They would do readings together. Uh, but yeah, there's not many many people doing this, folks. Go to tagteam.tarotoday.live. And you're going to get to spend a whole hour with us and, uh, you know, a lot more time than we could do on these shows. And we can delve into, you know, multiple questions and areas of your life. I'm going to do your whole numerology chart for you and send it to you. Mary's going to do a, a chakra reading. And uh, probably, you know, knowing Mary, she's going to bring in the crystals and everything as well. Yeah. So probably. <laughs> of course, you can come over and sign up for the website free over at thetarotguild.com. But this lifetime membership is uh, the most awesome deal we going we got going on right now where you get your certification included. You can still become a premium member for a dollar a month. It's like $12 annually. But it's $134. It's two payments of 67 basically, uh, for the CTR certification. And my course, you get $100 off. It's $197. With the premium membership, but with the lifetime membership, you're paid up for life. You get my course free. You get your certification free. And higher levels of certification, instead of two payments of 67, it's just one payment of 67 per level. So you get 50% off. And it's just 197 You know, one and done paid there. You know, Now, if you need payments, we do have a payment, payment plan, five payments of $49.99 to make it easier. But go check that out at thetarotguild.com. Awesome sauce. Let's see okay. what, what's going on in the chat room. I know Nilda had a – Nilda wants us to pull a life card, please. A life card. A life I'm not card. sure what that means. Decision <laughs> that needs to be made. We got that, that two of – Swords. Swords are thoughts and ideas. These are two thoughts or ideas crossing each other, and that's where we get the concept of a um, you know two different paths you could go down to like a decision. And she's blindfolded, but you know is she blindfolded because she's unable to see which way to go, or has she blindfolded herself? In other words, you're unwilling to make the decision. But then the eight of wands comes up, so. The tarot is saying, you know, whatever this is in your life, Nilda, where you've got a choice to make, okay, you need you need to do it quick and fast. And 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 I think the the message from the tarot is, you know, to take a lot of the the charge out of it is by doing it fast. Uh, it's like ripping the bandaid off really fast, you know. So. Make, just make the decision. And uh, by the way, people that are very successful in life, very abundant in life, uh, one of the key traits is they make decisions fast. Okay. Um, life card. You know, I, I was just like, hmm, life card. What's a life card? So I went to my energy attunement deck to pull a life card. And this is really great. You know, works with the chakras. This card that comes up is actually about insight and grounding that insight. And the message is about persistence. Be persistent. Don't give up. Um, also, you know, you want to 
intuition with your your sense of grounding, your sense of security, your sense of like, okay, I feel I feel very centered. I feel very solid. Because it's hard to be persistent if we feel a little shaky, you know? So I would work with that, maybe do some Tai Chi with something that is going to help get that energy flowing and help you feel very centered and grounded and keep going. I mean, anytime the persistence card comes up, it's a card saying like, you know, don't give up. You're on the right track, but you need to make sure that you're solid. You know, that, mm-hmm. that, you're, that you feel a big part of doing that is not always just intuition. It's nutrition. It's getting enough staying hydrated, getting good sleep, all of all of those things to help you keep going, like the card suggests. So that's what I got for Nilda. Awesome. And uh I was gonna go to the phone lines, but just real quick there there's some stuff popping up in the chat. Uh, Alex wants to know uh what's these current feelings and next actions towards me? And I had already pulled cards so I thought I'd just like do it real quick. Okay. Yeah. D sees you as knight in shining armor. Next actions <laughs> for one. Up in the reading about the wedding announcement. Mm-hmm. Looking pretty good there. Looking pretty good. What did you uh, get, Mary? You have anything? Martian deck. Um, yes, the mystic one card. <laughs> The Martian suggests, oh, well, look, her feelings or whatever, it kind of fits with what you were saying. You know, um, the Ouroboros actually comes up here. So that idea of infinity is a destiny, that feeling of like wanting things to last forever. That's what I get. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to go to the phone lines. We will be coming back to the chat uh, going old with purpose popped in. That's Rosie there. She was in a car accident last night, Mary. No. And, and uh, are you okay? Is she I okay? Hope, are you okay? I said I'm sorry to hear that. Um, and you know we're going to do a reading after we we got to get to the phone lines, folks. But uh, we'll be coming back to this, Rosie. Don't go anywhere. She's asking about a few things about it. And wants us to pull some cards, but let, let's get a couple of phone calls in here, and then we'll get back to the chat with Rosie here. Uh, yeah. Some people have been waiting on the phone lines quite a long ways. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Are you there? Oh, hi. This is Ann. I'm in Colorado. Ann in hi, Colorado. Ann. What's going on? Talk about. I would. Um, just kind of like a drawing about April, and you know, I, I really like this time. I like spring. It's finally, finally, it's warming up, and flowers are coming out, and Easter. So I kind of new, new beginnings happening. I would see if that's coming up. You want to know what April is going to bring for you? Oh, Mary, mm-hmm. remember Jay said earlier in the chat that it, it's. Uh, choppy on the lines today and I can really hear it in Ann's line. Yeah, I yeah, think that that something's going on with blog talk. Um, underwater. 
Yeah, a little bit underwater. You know, so so what's coming up in April for you? You know, while while we were connecting, a couple a couple cards just sort of fell out of the deck, and the the moon card and the hermit card. And so it might be like kind of a nice month to one connect with your intuition. Um, the, oh. the moon card brings that up, and also you could even be um, kind of you know contemplative with the with the hermit card, you know. But what what really strikes me about this because I also got the sun card and the temperance card, and so it's saying like kind of combine that energy and. Figure out what where you want to shine the light. You know, the the hermit has a lantern. You know, um, mm-hmm. and so the, sometimes you know things are illuminated. That could be happening for you in the month of April. But with the sun card, you know, yeah, spring, the sun finally starts to be our friend again. You know, and it might yeah. be the time to see like where do you want the light to shine in your life. You know, what do you want to pay attention to, essentially? You know, what do you want to, you know, bring out more Hmm. that maybe has been in the shadows that we see in the moon card? But let's see what Dak is getting. I like that. Yeah, talk about winter going into spring. I mean, I got (laughs) the five of pentacles here, you know, and it's snowing and everything. And there's two people that are out in the cold. So... It's going to be nice to go in the spring and get out of that. You know, uh, we often hear from Charlotte because she's in rural area of Utah and talks about the snow all the time. It's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's 80 degrees here in Tucson. That's why I live here, you know. But uh, if over, you know, when we get into that time, if, if it ever strikes you, the feeling of the five of pentacles, which is, you know, five is change and we got the change of the season, but it's two people out in the cold, literally, but help is right behind them. There's this stained glass window behind them, obviously like a church or something like that. You know, there's refuge available. The other thing about this uh, that people don't um, often mention or notice is, is that they've got each other, the two of them together. And then I pulled another card and got the Knight of cups which I had earlier in my example reading, you know. So uh, potentially, you know, relationships coming in in the spring. But the main thing I think is to remember that um, if you're feeling down and out, if you're feeling that five of pentacles, that the Knight of Cups is going to come in to save, you know, which is your uh, emotions uh, you're um, having other people, you know, to lean on kind of thing. So if you find yourself in spring, you know, having any of those five of pentacle moments, look to those around you with the message coming through. I hope that helped you out, Ian. Yeah, great. Thank you. And thanks for the call. Yep. And sorry for sounding like we're underwater, but I don't know. There's something going on with Blog Talk, Mary. Uh, we're going to go to area code 780 has been waiting the longest. Hello, caller 780. Hey, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, hey. Dax. It's, uh, hey, Jake? Mary. It's Jay calling from Canada. Yes, thank you. Hey. Take my call. Canada. Canada. <laughs> Canada. 
I'll buy some Canadian coffee. I'll buy some Canadian coffee after the show. So mm. okay. <laughs> Your coffee always tastes hey. the best, Jay. I'm just saying. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Well, um, I was going to talk to you last week um, regarding the job. Um, I did get a job, mm-hmm. and, and I'm grateful for the insight um, from previous readings. So I am grateful for that. And, uh, yeah, it's been uh, oh, quite the great. Great, great week for, for manifesting. So, yeah, it's been it's been very good and helpful. Awesome. Thanks for reporting back. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Glad that's all You're working welcome. for you now. That's super cool. Yeah. yeah we like just, hearing uh, that yeah. when it's when it's good thing. <laughs> for sure. So yeah, I don't think so much. All happened. Now that all that's happened, Jay, has it brought up any other questions for you? Uh, not really. I'm just 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 uh, chiming in because you wanted to know where where we're standing with the job. So it was just great timing, great culture. Uh, you know, oh. just uh, another step. I can't put that down the other job that I had before, but that was there at that time. So yeah. I'm in a new position and new uh, new outlook, and it looks uh, looks really great. Um, if you wanted to, you can. Oh, you know what? What we do this is that. Congratulations, um, though. Yeah. I'm very, very grateful. I had to get it done right away. And I think, did you say that what my job was going to be like if I chose this one? Because I think, oh, I know what it was. I was giving different different job positions to go for. Yes, I remember that. And you said the oh, okay. technician, I think, or housing. I forget. But anyhow. I can't remember <laughs> now. <laughs> I, I wrote it down somewhere. So, yeah, I wrote it down somewhere. But, um yeah, I don't have any questions right now, but I do have a question regarding the tarot history. Have you done any shows like that on, on how it all started and what it was, um, hmm, like a deeper dive into the tarot <laughs> since the 1400s? I would uh, love because to. It would be yeah, interesting yeah. because I'd well, be interested in We've talked about that. history before. And... You know mm-hmm. what? Well, a... If you look on our channel, it's uh, on this channel, Tarot Today Live. It's like our, I think our second most popular video is a, a historical interview that we did with a, with a tarot historian that was showing us some historical decks that like from the 1600s okay. and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. What did we? It's on our channel now. That might be kind of fun because you get to see some of those really, you know, cards that are like hundreds of years old. Geodon. I can't hear him. Giordano Berti, Berti. Um, is a tarot historian, and yeah. he, he has written a new tarot history book. It already came out in Italian. It's supposed to be coming out in English sometime this spring. Mm. So I would I would definitely recommend that, but I would love to do a deep dive mm. into tarot history. I'm a big fan of it, and it's fascinating. Yeah. I bet you well, I mean, yeah. you know, just... Just a basic, you know, hit hit the basic point, you know, starting from the uh, earliest known surviving deck. Just just the major, like five or six of the major points, you know, uh, Levi and and Golden Dawn, Waitsmith, you know, uh, Solabuska, 
Visconti, you know, and, and kind of like do a little bit of, of the history. We could do that in like 10 minutes on a show. We should do that on an upcoming show. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, but, yeah, thanks for the suggestion. That would be a real thrill. But meanwhile, I just pulled a You pulled card anyway? Yeah, because <laughs> okay, that's what I do. You. I get out my song from the, from the Laird Oracle, the, the fifth-dimensional white line being from the constellation Lyra or something. And I got the Field of Potentiality card for you, which is really mm. a great card with your new uh, job position. And it says, ask, and it is given. So Sweet. that gives me a sense that, you know, you're you're in a good environment, you know, where there shouldn't be too much friction, you know, on this, on this new job. So mm-hmm. best wishes for you to succeed and you know, hopefully you <laughs> Yeah. And real quick, Jay, I pulled a card, too, because I couldn't resist, you know. Okay. So I got the I know, uh, I know you can cups. resist. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I'm grateful I got the that. Eight of Cups. So, so basically what it's saying is, you know, as you head into this new area here to uh, let go of the baggage, any uh, attachments do you, ha- you have to the, you know, past, jobs and and the way things had to be and the way things were and you know let the baggage go hope that helped you out Jay. yes yes thanks it for is calling. yeah thanks for you're, letting us know yeah you're welcome like i said i promised to buy some coffee later today so you'll see it okay Aww. enjoy your coffee it's so sweet enjoy your thank coffee you. <laughs> we love coffee we love it. Yes, you do. <laughs> okay. Bye, Jay. Enjoy the rest of your Take weekend. Care. Have a grateful weekend. Bye. You too. Yeah. Me hey, too. Mary. It sounds like it. Uh, it cleared up. The phone yeah. line. Yeah. The line yeah. got got a little better. So uh, let's take uh, one more phone call, and then uh, we'll answer Rosie's real quick. And we're at the end of the show already. So area code five two zero has been holding the longest. Hello five two zero, who's there? Hello, area code five. Oh God, I had zero. I was talking. I was saying my name and everything. Oh, I'm sorry. Lisa from Arizona. I'm sorry. Oh, it's Lisa. Hey, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, you guys. Hi, you guys. He's right here where you know, I am. <laughs> You know, if you ever do a psychic tour, let me know. I'll be there in a heartbeat. I know. We need to do, like, something. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be we do. Fun? We that do would something. Be, that would be so fun. It would be fun. Yeah. So what's oh, been going on with you, Lisa? What do you want to, what do you want to chat well, about? I'm, I, I um, have uh, a question about, can I give you the first in the the initial of his first name and ask sure. what you see between us, please. Uh, the first name is the letter D is in David. And he mm-hmm. is someone I'm very, gosh, I a heartthrob for me, for me. And I'm wondering what you, what the cards pick up. Hmm. Dax, I think it's your turn. 
Oh, I thought it was your turn, so I turned my camera off. <laughs> I turned mine off because I thought it was your turn. <laughs> oh, jeez. Who's going to go? Oh, God. I got to turn it back on. Okay, now I totally lost it. I got to rewind because now I forgot Lisa's question. Dave. Let's ben. start over I again. Was letter D. Okay. Letter D. He's a heartthrob. For me, and I'm wondering what the cards pick up between the two of us, please. It was breaking up a little bit. That's why I was trying to, straining to hear oh, there. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me uh, say it again. Okay, so letter no, D. We're, we're having trouble on the phone lines today. Yeah, it's not your fault, but not I think we got it, right? No, we got it, Lisa. Yeah. Okay, thank you. It's okay. It's okay. So he's coming <laughs> in as uh, the king of wands. And so he looks like he's got a little passion here. That's that's a really good sign getting that. Um, I think things are going to be slow and easy. Oh God, I'm getting all kinds of feedback. Hold on, I got to put Lisa's line on hold here. There we go. Okay, so but things are going to be moving kind of you know moving forward, but I I, I feel uh slow because we're getting the six of swords now six is a success card in numerology but it's an oarsman i mean we're not talking about he's got you know a a triple engine speedboat here right uh so things are moving a little slowly and a lot of the thoughts and ideas are being you know those swords are thoughts and ideas and they're being taken along with them in the journey uh, could hint, you know, when I get this many swords, it often hints in readings for me that uh, there's uh, too much thinking going on, okay? And the King of Wands is more interested in the passion, you know. He's got the uh, the wand there. It's uh, fire, the element of fire, you know. So, And then, oh, here it comes again. Literally, again, I get the four of one. I swear, Mary, I'm shuffling and shuffling wow. and shuffling. And I keep getting the same cards from that demo reading I did earlier when we were talking about how to memorize the cards. You know, <laughs> and they keep showing up, the Knight of Cups, the four of wands, you know. But, hey, this is a really good sign where things could go. What about you, Mary? What would you, you mm. get for Lisa? Mm. Well, you know what you said about it, like, kind of moving sort of slowly. Um, yeah. I, I start off with the two of swords. So mm-hmm. that could be kind of like maybe nothing really happens in the beginning, you know. It's kind of a card of, of like, you know, the swords are, like, just there. There's not a lot going on. So, But don't let that throw you because from there um, – we go into the justice card. So that is a card of, of balance and, you know, equanimity as well as, you know, things being fair between the two of you. Also, you know, it can show that there can be like kind of a good balanced relationship between the two of you as well. I also got the star card. Anytime the star card comes up, it lets us know that it's hope that you, you know, it's kind of like, um, God, what was his name? Casey Kasem used to say, like, reach for the stars to keep your feet on the ground, you know? But be hopeful about this. And also, mm-hmm. finally, the high priestess, 
pay attention to what your gut feeling is, what your intuition is telling you, any hunches that you have. One thing I have to like make a note of here, though, is with the two of swords, the justice card, and the high priestess, which is also a two, you know, there's some duality here, you know? So there's like kind of maybe two different aspects of, of this energy between the two of you that you're going to notice you can be connecting on different levels with that as well, because these are mostly positive cards. So it looks pretty good from here and just wow. you know, be patient and, and let it develop. Well, I hope that helped you out, Lisa. And you have to Thanks call for back. Calling. Yeah. And call back. We haven't talked to you in a while, so it was great, but uh, call us back and let us know what happens with the bow there. Yeah. Uh, and we're, you know, nearing the end of the show here. We're actually at the end of the show, going a little over, but I wanted to get back to Rosie's question. To Rosie. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's um, basically was in that accident. I'm trying to scroll back. Okay, here it is. Uh, I was in an accident last night. How are things okay. going to turn out? So she says, I'm okay. My neck hurts. I, I'm dizzy, but this too shall pass. We are fully insured. And then she said something about, oh, here it is. Uh, we we didn't get ticketed. Did it ticketed? So not sure what's going on. I swear we were turning on green. Okay, so they were turning mm-hmm. and got hit. Okay. So I think you're up next, Mary. You you want to? No. So, yeah, she wants to know how how it's going. If your neck is hurting and you're dizzy, I, you need to get checked out. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I think she, like she, dizzy, I think she means the whole, the whole thing. The, the whole yeah. thing. Overall. Overall. Right. You know, because a car accident is kind of can be multifaceted. That's how scary. does it turn out overall? It is scary. Um. Overall. Overall, I think it's okay. You know, we have the we have the justice card that comes up, you know, so like is there a legal aspect of that is what I would ask. Usually there are with car accidents, you know, generally if you're fully insured, then you know, you're get with your insurance company, they're gonna, you know, help you out with that. Um also the four pentacles comes up here. So, you know, as far as like, I'm not too worried about the money issue part of it, really. The four of pentacles is generally, you know, it talks about stability and managing, maintaining um, our finances. So just keep that in mind. No extravagant expenses even, you know, don't think like big settlement. Okay, I'm already spending, you know, <laughs> don't do that. Um, and then we have the page of cups. So it could be that the... Um, but the communication back and forth and maybe with you and your insurance company or your attorney or the insurance company's attorney, the other side or whatever, with the, with the page of cuffs, it's like, keep it friendly, mm. you know, keep it friendly, stay detached emotionally, you know, um, during this, which sometimes can be hard. It can be a long, frustrating process. It could take up to two years sometimes to settle oh, wow. a, a car wreck case, and that's just pretty normal, you know. Um, but you want you want to make sure that you know everything is addressed. You know the situation with your car, your physicality, anybody that was in the car with you, etc. 
we end with the two of swords, you know, to me, like that's more about breaking even, you know, on something like this. The one card that I would be careful of is the seven of swords. Don't expect everybody to be completely honest when you mm. have a car wreck, okay, or any kind of legal case. Don't don't expect that everybody's just like completely honest about every aspect, you know. That usually doesn't happen. But let's see what that yeah. is. I think you're going to be okay with this, Rosie. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm sorry to hear about feeling. it. So Rosie yeah. says, we just want to get the car fixed if it can be. No fluids were spilled. We are carless now. We'll be hard to get around. Yeah. It's, mm. You know, I, I actually sold my car in November of 21 when the uh, the huge used car bubble shot uh, values through the roof, I actually got $10,000 for my car more than what it was worth. So it was worth 20 and I got 30. So, you know, it was uh, really awesome. Uh, so I've just been taking Uber around, you know, there's Uber and Lyft and uh, renting a car here and there when I need it, you know, uh, maybe a family member, friend's, People that have an extra vehicle, you might be able to borrow for a little bit. Just throwing some different ideas, you know, you might not have been thinking about. Now, the overall on this, I agree with Mary. Sun card, yep. It's all going to turn out fine. And we could stop there, but uh, <laughs> you know I'm not. Uh, after, you know, I figured uh, let's, let's just uh, pull a couple cards on the different aspects. So health-wise. The High Priestess card. So, you know, listen to your intuition, your gut instincts, your physical feelings, and really, you know, have things looked into and, and you know, take care of that, all right? As far as the, the, the uh, financial part of it and um, insurance companies and all that, I got, you know, Ace of Swords. It's going to come out good. Um. You know, is everything rosy? Well, you know, maybe not 100%. I mean, see, we got the last card I pulled was the Eight of Cups. And, you know, he's, he's hunched over going, you know, going up the hill there and has left all the emotions, all the baggage down here. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to turn out great with the Sun card. But, you know, you're still going to be irked about the whole thing. And that it happened, you know, it, it may be a, a little difficult to let go of the baggage of this. And I think that's what the tarot is talking about here is to that you need to let go of that. So, but overall, I agree with Mary. I think it's going to be good. You're going to be yeah. fine. It's going to take some time. Wow. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. Not fun at all. Yeah. But I'm glad that you guys are pretty much okay, though. But make make sure that you're okay because you don't want to – don't ignore a neck problem. Or Ain't that the truth. Yeah. 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 Oh, and uh, we had a, a Sally come into the chat, and she wanted mm-hmm. uh, a career reading, uh, basically, what will, be, what will my next job be like? <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's interesting. It's not – when I'm going to get the job, am I going to get a job? It's like, what's my next job going to be like? Very 
unusual question. So I pulled a couple of cards just to see, and mm-hmm. ah, got the Queen of Swords. Yeah. So this looks like an analytical or technical kind of thing. It, it's it's a thinking a thinking job, thinking job, thinking job. You know. And then I got the Queen of Swords as well. I mean, sorry, the Queen of Pentacles with the Queen of Swords. You know, and that's that nurture energy. Remember the mom card? I, I told you guys the story about first time I looked at the Waite Smith deck, and I'm like, oh, that's mom. Yeah, nurturing. Okay, so what I feel like is if if your recent jobs have not been feeling positive like that, I think this new one will be. I I think it'll be you'll be much more emotionally satisfied and nurtured by the atmosphere of of the workplace. It, it looks really really good. So I thought I'd pull something real quick on that, even though we're way past the show. I don't know, Mary. Did you pull anything on that or? Yes, I pulled a Mystic okay. Martian card and. Yay. And I got the air element card, and you can see the hot air balloons. So maybe that's your next job. You'll be riding around in hot air balloons, and that would be cool. Maybe you'll be working at the hot air balloon festival. I want that job. Albuquerque. I want this job, too. But air, it's very much like you were talking about with the Queen of Swords. I believe air. it's also about using the mind. It can be analytical in this particular deck. You know, it's about empathy and also, um, you know, be discernment, you know. So it's going to be, again, a thinking job and maybe one that could be pretty exciting where you where you feel oh. like it matters what you have to say. That's the biggest thing I get from it. And that, that can be a wonderful way for a job to be, to think that, like, what you have to say, what you think, what you're actually doing every day actually feels like it matters. That helps a lot. Awesome sauce. Hope yeah. that helped you out, Sally. Thanks for coming in. Hey, folks, you know, uh, while I'm thinking about it, go ahead and yeah. hit that subscribe button and mm-hmm. hit the bell icon, too. That way you'll be notified of all of our lives and anything we upload, right? And Like it if you like it. Like it if you like it. Like if you like it, but we are 13 minutes over. We got to get out of here. I'm sorry if we didn't get to your question in the chat, folks, but you can call in to, um, I think we did get to all the calls, though. Oh, wait, I think we might have missed a call or two, but that's okay. If we missed your call or if we didn't get to your question in chat, remember you can call in to Sharona's show. uh, Tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. Do I still have that banner? Wait, where's the, where's, there it is. Sheila Hyde. Yeah. Same phone number. Write this phone number down, 714-816-4628. And it's 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Uh, Drone will be interviewing Sheila and then taking calls in the second half of the show. So there you go. All righty. And, uh, oh, last comments from Rosie. Um, so they live in a small town without cab service and so that really sucks but uh, mm-hmm. but what we had to tell her does make her feel better and she's calling the doctor on Monday yay thanks 
Yay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm going to think about that all weekend. Like, is she going to call? Is she going to get checked out? Please get is checked Rosie out. Okay? Is Rosie okay? Is Rosie okay? So we'll see everybody yeah. on Monday. And yeah. say goodbye for now. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Have a great weekend. Have a good night, Mary Ellen.